Hello, my name is Damola. And my name is Chema. And we're about to get loud. We're friends living and working in Lagos, Nigeria. And this podcast is an extension of our conversations with each other and our friends. The other Chema will be joining us when she's not doctoring. I don't think you're ready. Okay, are you ready to yep, yep. get into it? Yes. yes, let's do it. Yay. So, how are you guys feeling? <laughs> mm, I like that Fabulous. question. I like that question. I, <laughs> I have been thinking about feelings a lot lately because Ooh. I had uh, I've been having a lot of conversations about feelings. And yesterday I was having a conversation with my friend and I suddenly just realized that I felt heavy. Like that's the Mm. word now. I don't think I even found that word yesterday, but. While the conversation was going on. Yeah. But as the conversation was going on, that's when I started to realize that I was feeling something. Okay. And, and, um, Having just recently heard something about, you know, your feelings are not facts. And I'm like, you know what, though? Sometimes they kind of are because your feelings tell you many things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's unfortunately, I don't think it's everybody that gets that. And I will also say that I don't think it's something I would have gotten maybe like five years ago. But I remember when I lived in Lagos, my life was very very would I say fast-paced like there had to be like a rhyme and rhythm because you have to survive somehow in the chaos you know you're thinking Mm. what time I'm waking up in the morning to get to work and I put myself in this like regimen of sorts where it's like you know you wake up in the morning you're up at five you're on your way to the gym work out for your sanity get to work you're leaving work at five or whatever time you're thinking, where's the traffic? Where am I avoiding traffic? You're getting home, there's no light or whatever light there is, you have to get ready for the next day and that's it. Then you now leave that and move. Oh, look at me tying into what we're talking about. I was about to say. (laughs) You now leave that and move to a country where, you know, you're not having these low-level problems. These things, certain mm. things are taken care of. And then you now have all this space mm. in your life. And you start feeling things. And you're like, what is happening? I feel like that's when I actually start feeling things. Before then, I don't know that I felt many things. <sighs> I was very autopilot. I, it's now that I can say it. Because I feel like my life was great. But I was definitely not taking the time to feel many things. It was when I removed myself, well, when I left and came to where I, it's like, there's all this space. You can't distract yourself with people and activities. And you now start realizing, you're like, why is my body biting me? What is this thing? I've now become a person that feels everything it's very annoying sometimes how are you working through it how am i working through it by reminding myself that it's okay and that my feelings are trying to tell me something okay 
So for example, when I say I was feeling heavy and I didn't even, I hadn't stopped and realized it, I've had a number of things go on this week that were mm -hmm. very emotional. Mm -hmm. And mm. I had kind of not put them together. I tried okay. to like, because they're all, you know, I think happening in different domains or different dimensions of your life and with mm -hmm. different people. And then you realize that all of these things have had an emotional impact on me. Mm. And you're suddenly like, oh, that's why I feel so wiped. That's why I don't want to move. I'm exhausted but it's an emotional exhaustion. Mm. I don't know how I got there just now, but yes, <laughs> that is that is part of how I'm feeling. Hmm. That's a lot. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not expect. I did not expect to get there right now, but. I didn't expect where you took me just now. <laughs> I've had more notes. <laughs> oh, these are the issues. Wow. Um, well, how are you feeling? I gave you the long How answer. am I feeling? Well, that, that's exactly why I asked the question. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. So how, how are you feeling, Chioma O? See, this is why I said Choma has taken me to places that I didn't know what to go. <laughs> they carry me go where I don't want to go. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, well, right now, in this moment, I feel joyful. Um, life is okay. Life is laughing, but it's okay. Um, but in the past week, I've been dealing with some anxiety around life stuff <laughs> without going into too much detail. Um, some anxiety, but I, I, when I was praying this morning, um, part of the devotional that I use on the Bible app, well, is it a devotional per se? I use the prayer prompts on the Bible app. Mm, mm, and yeah. Um, whoever came up with that look the holy your, spirit your well will never run dry amen amen like the holy spirit is using them very 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 well mm -hmm. but yeah the prompt for this morning um had something had you know the bible verse about um nothing being able to separate you from the love of god and um while I'm looking for the Bible verse, because I need to read it how it is. Um, I know I come across as a Jesus baby all the time, but let me tell you, this is the first time in a few days because again, anxiety. Um, so yeah, there was a line that I used the NLT version, and there was a line that says, um, okay, where is it? okay did i imagine it <laughs> no i did not um 
and it says, you know, after it gives you the whole neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons. And then it says, neither our fears for today nor our worries for tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. And so I'm, I'm sitting here like, okay, I've been riddled with anxiety all week because of um, what the next few weeks can might look like for me. And then here we are at the end of this prayer session and it's telling me that, you know, not even our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow mm -hmm. can separate us from God's love. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, fair enough. Thanks so, for the <laughs> Say again. Thanks for the reminder. Yep. Like, look, it, it came in clutch because now I'm sitting like this was literally before we got on this call. And I'm sitting here like, okay, fine, fair enough. And so I feel like that's why I'm a bit more chipper this morning and feeling hopeful for the week to come. Like it's giving me vim for the things that I need to do this week. So yeah, I'm in a good place right now. That's good. Hmm. Yeah, that is good. You know, I asked that question because yesterday, um, as I, so I went to a family wedding with my parents and, you know, as I got home and I set my alarm for tennis, I was just thinking about how I felt in general. And as I was thinking about, like, I was surprised by the answer that I gave myself. So I'm feeling equal parts tired content and expectant oh i like it i love it like it's and like i'm like you know i'm tired but like not even a weary tired like i'm just tired because mm. i want to sleep all the time that's the reason why i'm mm. tired like i went to bed at 8 p.m last night so i'm tired um i'm content because you know, if, even though I haven't been working these last few months, I honestly, I have not lacked for anything. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I have, I have, it, I have it, it, is, it is, honestly, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it is honestly, I was just thinking about it yesterday. I was like, I've been playing tennis every week with a coach here in Ikoi. I know that costs more than if I was driving to play with solution in Suruleri. Like, I'm, like, it's just, I'm eating cheese as if money grows on trees. <laughs> and so, like, I'm, like, I'm actually, I'm actually content and I am expectant because I know also, so I've been listening to Joyce, Joyce Meyer every morning. So she has oh. a just daily pop, pop, um this thing that comes out 15 yeah, minutes my sister or would be good friends because that's what <laughs> in the bathroom as well sorry <laughs> who your sister yeah i'm telling you it's it is because i haven't like again is a struggle to like get into oh, let me see that you know because i feel like i will but like you know, this the reading habit, the reading of the devotional habit is it's it's sometimes it's hard to get into. And I yeah. found that listening to her first thing in the morning, I got 15 minutes, it's is it is the best thing for my day. 
And the last few months, she has been saying this thing over and over. And when you wake up in the morning, say this thing you see yourself. Something good will happen to me today. Something good will happen to me today. And I've been saying that, and you know, instead of, I guess what has changed, instead of just being like, oh, here we go, another day. It has sort of like changed my, is it outlook? Is it outview? Whatever, the way I approach the day. So I'm not approaching the day as in, okay, here's another long, empty day of, you know, submitting job applications. No, I'm just like, okay, well, I'll get up at 9 a.m. maybe. But something good will happen to me today. And honestly, yeah. So that's how I'm feeling. I'm taking that. I'm stealing that. In fact, I'm writing it down right now because <laughs> I need it. <laughs> so much. You, I'm telling you, you absolutely should. Which now leads me to my second question before we get into um, everything else I want to talk about. What good thing has happened to you this week? Hey, hey. I already told you guys the good thing that happened to me. This Tell week. us again. Let's <laughs> celebrate with you. So, on Friday, my sister took a journey into the city to visit her friend in London. Mm-hmm. Her friend's husband just happened to have returned from Nigeria. Mm-mm-mm. And tell me why my sister was opening her suitcase of goodies that she had come back with. And therein lay a bunch of plantain. Hey, praise Jesus. Hello. <laughs> the way I screamed you, I thought it was something else. <laughs> and the saddest part is that I do be eating plantain in this country. Like, there's plantain, but I know. You know when you see the original and you're not like, oh, <laughs> that is original. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I want to explain this thing to you. I said I went to bed that night and I was cursing Nigerian leaders because do you know when you're, do you know what it means when you're about to sleep and you're thinking, so you mean I've just been eating big banana? <laughs> <laughs> This is big banana. When we planting looks like anyway, know that I went to bed dreaming of plantain and I woke up and fried plantain yesterday. Hello. Uh, (laughs) You are living lavish. I hope you sent your friend, your sister's friend's husband a a a word of prayer to because plantain is cost. I was I about to say, know. even me that I'm in Lagos, I know they chop plantain. Another chop plantain. Look, I need to book mass for the guy because <laughs> you do this blessing. Oh. Huh. And, and if I'm guessing that if she was able to bring for it, that means that he must have come with okay. it. Because that oh, video, the picture that I saw, that planting was plenty. That's like that almost, was that's two five, planting of two five, almost 3,000 year. Wow. No, mm. My dear, you have used, you have been on the day too long. Wow, Why wow, you wow, see wow. two five planting? Are you kidding <laughs> me? is now 610. My father, oh my God. Chama, you see why I say you are living lavish? I said petrol. And ten naira. Where are you seeing plantain to five? That blood. I said no, to five to three thousand. That's at least four thousand naira. My God, Father, my God. Anyway, so yes. can you imagine how overjoyed I've been? 
You deserve a bag. I said me that I don't I don't fry plantain no. Like I'm just like I like dodo, but also the smell of oil and all those things. I have to. Do. I I I rose from my bed on a Saturday. I, to fry plantain. Ah. Anyway, plantain is the food of the gods. That's my testimony for the week. Hallelujah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Chama, oh, what good thing happened to you this week? Um, I finally got paid. <laughs> Praise, Praise Master Alleluia. Jesus. Look, at this point, I was just like, um, this one has passed so King Gary because what the hell? So apparently they were saying the banks that first of all, I'm complaining that I have not seen my money. You now that you are monitoring the account, did you not see that there was money sitting in that account that shouldn't be there? So if I wasn't chasing them up, that's how I wouldn't have seen my money. So apparently they were now saying this almost two weeks later that the bank said they couldn't validate my account number. I said, which account number? The same one I've been using since that many years. That's the only account I have. Anyway, mm-hmm. to the glory of God, my money has entered my account. Oh God is ah, we bless Jesus. So, yeah. God is that's good. good. That's good. That's good. That's good. The good thing that happened to me, I mean, there's so many to choose from. I don't know where to start. But the highlight of my week, my friend's husband is around briefly from the US and she sent me cranberry and cinnamon spice eh, juice. Eh, 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 eh. You know, this is the real living like, lavish. When, when she was like, oh, like, you know, that, that what should I start? Which flavor should I send? I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, just pick, just pick, just pick. Um, and you know, she signed this thing. I was like, ah, okay, okay. I said, let me just taste it. You know, let's put a little bit of some cracker just to see what I'm getting. And oh my gosh, oh lord, that's what I eat for dinner. That's what I eat for dinner that day. Ah, that thing is. It it is so it is honestly it's so delicious. Like I I don't I, I'm almost, almost sure what I was expecting. It is delicious. It's comforting. It's sweet, but it's sour. It's like it's just ah oh no, budget, budget. In fact, after the first, you know, I, I had to text one of my other group chats. We every time we hang out, we tend to do it over cheese. It just sort of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like the first couple of times, I think we were sharing when before petrol was five hundred. Now we, yes. What's really happening? Let me finish my story now. <laughs> it's the goodness of God over my life. Anyway, yeah. So I text the group chat that we always, you know, we every time we hang out, we share cheese. I text her that listen, I need. That when are we hanging out? Because I need them to taste this cheese. How generous! Oh gosh, like I I need to share this goodness with you guys. Like it's just, I'm so hard. Like even as I'm talking to you guys, I'm thinking about it now because as soon as we finish this recording, I am going to um get myself a couple of slices of couple of crackers, spread some cheese on it, and put on a Netflix true crime documentary and. Yeah, that's a good thing that happened to me this week. So shout out to you for you made my week. Uh, I love it. This is real. Love. Shout out to her for real. <laughs> yeah, like it was honestly. In fact, I had to text her husband and be like, "Yo, God bless you for transporting this thing because my God." I mean, anyway, 
Yeah. Before I start waxing lyrical about cheese. <laughs> Your favorite so thing. Now, wait, so now that now I can say what I want to say. Uh -uh, you have a whole group chat that you put all meat over cheese. It was, it happened accidentally. Maybe you are my neighbor like this. Wait. You could not all branch happened. and pick me. What a wow. It happened accidentally. Excuse me, why you have your other friends? Let's start from wait. there. <laughs> you should even wait. Well, accidentally. Eh? It was, I think maybe it was a year ago. It was Elle's birthday. And okay. she had ordered a charcuterie board. I hope that's how you say it. <laughs> charcuterie. Charcuterie. <Yeah. laughs> Whatever. Shark and tree board. Board. And yeah, we just like we didn't we didn't do anything special for her birthday. Like we literally just hung out and talked over food and drinks. That's all we did for like seven hours. And then it just like became a thing. Like, you know, we've not seen in a while. Oh, yeah, we'll come to this person's house. This person will bring these. This person will bring that. And then it happened a couple of times. One of the girls, her husband had um, come back from a trip and he bought her like a whole bunch of like different types of cheese. So she brought it. I bought a bottle of wine. Somebody else. I think I even made. Wait, this is I think the I even made. This is the real bad bread. In a long Listen. time. Yeah, and then I mean, so it, I, I don't know. It can just become a thing, like so, you know. Dami, how is your life so bougie? I don't know. I'm, is my life bougie? I don't know. <laughs> we will not get into that. I actually don't think my life is bougie at all. Okay, it's other people could, that it, will tell you. <laughs> I mean, it could be a little more bougie if I, you know, but you know, <laughs> if you had it your way. If I had it my way, you know, wait until I have money. Hmm. Hey, wahala for everybody. Look, we already know. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, Sizzless. anyway, anyway. Mm -hmm. Yes. What are we discussing today? Chaka, chaka. Oh. <laughs> Is that a real song? Yes. 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 <laughs> I can't believe you just asked that. No, as in like it sounds familiar. <laughs> I can't say I know who's singing. But like was the song actually really about Jack about to Jackpa or not to Jackpa about Jackpa? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Is it like I've ever really heard it? I just know it's a light in a song. Yeah. If you ask me who sang, I can't tell you, but <laughs> Sam? <laughs> I Anyway, so yeah, have, I I want to kick off with a story if you will permit me. Please, of course. So, a few years ago, I doubt that this person will hear this, but if you do, I mean, hi. Um, <laughs> not hi. <laughs> I mean, let's not even. So a few years ago, this person that I knew, um, was going to leave for school and you know we're having this whole conversation and I'm like oh that's amazing first of all fantastic school um 
you know, I was super excited for them. So I start asking questions based on, oh, you know, so how, have you figured this out? Have you figured that out? Things around housing, finances, everything. And they were just so blasé about the whole thing. Now, bear in mind, this was like maybe two years after I moved back to Nigeria. So my own experiences were still fresh in my mind. I said, ah, my dear, don't do this thing like this. So the way they flipped, it was like, you know, I'm trying to ruin their vibe. Uh, and hmm? I was just like, you know what? I'm now with, with with the with the with the grace of hindsight, I can see how we could have come out come off like that. But truly, it was just concern on my own part, as in, first of all, you're moving in winter. I think they had a January start. You're moving in winter. Um, these are the issues that you are likely to face. And given the country you're moving to as well, these are things that you need to be aware about. Um, it was tough. I said, okay, no problem. You know, Godspeed. I'm happy for you. Um, I'm truly, truly excited, but I feel that you need to be more um, cautious of what is going to play out because I think their entire plan in terms of finances was they were expecting a payout from work and given the reputation of their employer, I was saying to them that this this timeline you are looking at, if it not work like that. So... It was a substantial amount of money as well. I mean, it was in millions. And given that it was um, the early 2010s, that was a lot of money. Um, Mm. But you are not going to get it within one month or whatever. So what's the backup plan? They were like, oh, they're going to get a TA job. I'm like, TA job where? You are just going. TAs have already been selected the year before. Like, that's not how the system works. And where you're going, you can't work, like, legally. So how far? Oh no, how they've, how they've, how they've, I said, don't be angry. As in, I truly, truly, truly wish you well. Um, uh, we lost contact and I feel like it was as a result of that conversation, but we lost contact for maybe a couple of years. And then they call me out of the blue one day and they're like, man, <laughs> if they had listened, rare, 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 rare. But like things, Things did work out. There's no way things won't work out. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, but you go hard, you go tough. Um, so he was like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Things worked out. But, you know, it was really, really hard those first few months and stuff. Like, the expectation was that they would get that, you know, they would have cash flow, they'll buy a car within the first few months, rare, 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 rare. Mm-hmm. Um, legging and catching bus in the depths mm-hmm. of winter. Mm-hmm my father oh my god <laughs> so you know i just feel like the, the why i wanted to start with that story is just as a pre as a preface is just to say that a lot of people have um unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. of moving and even when you try to ground yourself in reality as much as possible you're only going off of other people's perspectives your own lived experience is bound to be different you can use those stories as leverage to smooth um, the path as much as possible but the truth remains that you are uprooting yourself from 
a system you're familiar with, both socially familial systems, you know, your support network, whatever it is, and you're going into a new environment that you have to learn. Um, you have to learn how it works, how it functions. And I feel like a lot of Nigerians don't want to do that learning. They feel like they're going to, I, I don't know whether it's this, whether there's such a thing as Nigerian exceptionalism, but I feel like a lot of Nigerians feel um, things will always go their way. And that's not to say that it won't. It's just that you also have to um, adapt if you see what I mean, to the environment that you're in, um, because that's the only way that's going to make it easier. Okay, um, what am I trying to say? I, Imagine, I think, go on. I, I think there's also, speaking to the Nigerian thing, there's also the thought that, you know, if I can hustle here, I can hustle here. <laughs> how, hard, how hard That is exactly <laughs> what I wanted to say. And the reality is, it can be very hard. Look, that's, that I feel like that's are, a are, huge part. Night and you day. You are operating. You are operating in a place that has rules and regulations, yep. and you are supposed to do this within the, within the confines yep. of your your what is it, your visa mm -hmm. category. Mm -hmm. The minute you step out of those confines problem everywhere Listen, you can you everywhere you can be on the next plane back yep. to your village yep and that's tough um because oof, do we want to go right into the deep end from jump because i was going to talk about the mental toll that that can take um adjusting to hustle culture in a different environment because what Nigerians see as hustling is you know I mean everybody's trapped in survival mode there mm -hmm. whether or not you, you you know you think you are or aren't but you are locked into survival mode in Nigeria and um because I mean at any given point in time one thing one thing can happen and fuck up your shit like that's it and then you come here and people complain about how people work long hours um, to make, to barely make a living and it's this and that. And what they forget is, yes, you work a lot of hours, but um, I'm thinking of how to phrase this. I mean, there is structure there are certain guarantees that are in place mm -hmm. and so working longer hours is a function of deciding okay. consciously or unconsciously the sort of life you want to live mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. working to make mm -hmm. that happen mm -hmm. the average person in nigeria I mean, the people that complain about long hours here don't understand the privilege the privilege that they have because the average person in Nigeria works long hours as well for less than living wage, right? Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. for you to choose, because truly it's a choice, you have chosen where you want to live, the sort of house you want to live in, the sort of car you want to mm -hmm. drive, the sort of food you want to eat, whatever. And so you have to work the hours to make that happen. 
Yeah. Right. There's nobody waiting with a contract in the wings to drop it mm. in your lap, you know, and then you get a windfall and then you squander mm-hmm. it in two to five years, you know. You won't go out with your boys one night and somebody will give you a contract. I mean, it's not gonna happen. So you're working for the life that you want. If you choose to work less hours, it will reflect in the life that you live as well. So everything comes down to that choice. In Nigeria, that choice is taken away from you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not an option it is mm-hmm. not and so um i feel like those are the biases that um a lot of people have when they think about or talk about this thing um wait before before you go on let's let, i guess let's ask the question mm-hmm. uh, have have you guys jackpot <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let me okay let me answer let me start by answering i have not jackpot <laughs> i did not jackpot dr Choma. yes <laughs> wait let her explain now allow, allow <laughs> me to explain myself okay i'm i'm all ears thanks now you see we've asked, we've established already that i'm mm-hmm. a snob so we don't need to mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. So this should not come as a surprise to anybody that for me this whole the connotation of Dr. Israel's I am I, <laughs> sorry not sorry but just that's how I feel sorry yeah now that that's out of the way in my opinion the Jackpot wave is only a few years old I feel like I left prior to that and I want to say I, I don't like, think so um, I can see why you would say that because it was right before it got really intense. Is that the one I'm looking for? Before it became like a way. Yeah. Everybody's leaving. It, when I, I still, you know, like it wasn't how it is now where you're talking to your colleague in the office one week and next week. Yeah, I've disappeared. You get it wasn't like that. Where I, for example, where I work, I was the first person I know that did what I did and left. It was after I left that, you know, it now became a rotating, rather say rotating, revolving door. You, you mm. thought them batters. Look, I know that somebody still blames me because I was like, really eh, eh, let's be on our way, please. <laughs> So I think for those reasons, that's why I do say that. But yes, I mean, I left Nigeria about five years ago now. And it sounds wild saying that because it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Yeah. But yeah. Um, But that's not the first time I left, though. And that's another thing. That's that's kind of another reason why I I was saying that, you know, I don't think of myself as Japan because I first left Nigeria, what, like, 2018? There about when I first went to med school, and the plan no, wasn't. You are not saying twenty eighteen, k No, I'm lying. Two thousand eight. I was about to say, can't be twenty eighteen. Two thousand eight. I'm screaming. Mm. Sorry, I don't be knowing. My, I don't be knowing numbers. Two thousand eight was when I left for med school, and the plan wasn't to come back. The plan was to carry on from there to America. That one didn't work out, we know. I mean, it wasn't because they didn't work out that I came back. However, had that been said, I remember when I was in America and doing the exams and stuff, I remember one Nigerian man, older man, he was like, what's my plan? 
I'm like, how do you mean? I said, I'm going to take my exam and hopefully get into residency. And he's like, okay, what if it doesn't happen the first time? And mind you, in my night, in my naivete, I expected that was there, I'll pass the exam. You know, mm-hmm. I will get into a program. He's like, what happens if it doesn't, what do, what do you want to do if it doesn't happen? And I was like, um, go back home to my father's house. And he was like, ah, won't I you know, marry somebody. Won't you start looking at all those things? He went there. And let me tell you, in my mind, my father had money in my mind. <laughs> Let's leave whether that's true or not. It's not only you. <laughs> so I was like, look, I'm going to go back to my father's house and balance there. What's there? What's much in it? What's the worst did you go back to your father's house? <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? I did for a bit now. I did. And then you absconded. Absolutely. <laughs> Nobody told me that. No, no, no. It can't work. It can't work. Can't not work. So, so yeah, I feel like for me, I left a long time ago, and yeah. I was always going to leave. Um, it was just an intermission. That period, wow. I came back. So, yeah, <laughs> it was. Chama mm-hmm. has been coming with the revelatory. Statements. So, so, today okay, because... so, 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 Dr. Chioma, mm-hmm. forget whether you think the phrase Jaffa itself is Raz. Mm-hmm. You have emigrated. I have. I have. So, I mean, for lack of a better word, you have Jaffa. Well, 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 if you must, if you must. I must. <laughs> I must. <laughs> okay, so I've answered your turn. Okay, um, I haven't. I have not jackpot, as is evident by my, I won't say my struggles, but I haven't. Um, I mean, like you, I went to college, undergrad and grad school in the US. And, you know, just like you said, now for some people, for, for instance, for my, like for my sister, it worked out. You know, you go to school, you get an internship or whatever, you know, they retain you, they file for you, blah, blah, blah. It worked for a lot of people. It didn't work for me. Um, I, I, I was in college around that, you know, when the market crashed, I think it was 2007. Mm-hmm. I think I was, I can't remember if I was a junior or senior in engineering, I can't remember. And I remember... I had, yeah, I was in Buffalo and a manufacturing company had actually reached out to me to hire me for an internship for that summer. And I was so excited. Like I was going to be this intern at this manufacturing plant, you know, putting my engineering degree to use. I had told my um, my boss and my student job. And yeah, I think it was the summer of 2007 or 2008. And then like a week later, the guy just called me that, oh, they have they rescinded the offer it can't happen again and honestly it was all just downhill from there like it just nothing just seemed to work after that you know i stayed that year that i graduated um you know you have what is it you have a year to look for work mm-hmm. i don't even think i stayed the whole year because Obviously, like through my 
junior senior year i've been looking for internships and just like nothing was just working so when the summer was over i packed my bag and i went to my father's house because i mean the last thing i wanted was for them to kick me out mm-hmm. and i wasn't going to again that was also around the time where you you would hear that people were doing all these quote-unquote allegedly <coughs> social security um scams to get work you know they were mm. working as other people or they were marrying somebody like oh they were getting like, five degrees or they were getting five degrees five yeah but even for those five you still have to pay money yeah you know, but, but they but they but there were a lot of I remember I remember knowing like you know because like one of the years of school remember I went to school in Harlem and you know you just know a lot of people that were doing that especially that social security allegedly that social security scam where they you are literally working like that's four one nine I remember people just asking me eh, you know won't you this and I was thinking I'm not a criminal law. Last, last, I will go and sit down in my father's house. And that's what I did. I went to my father's house. I served. And then I decided to go back to grad school. And it was the same thing. Like, I mean, this time I stayed the full year after school. There's, like, I hustled for work. There's nobody I did not talk to. I talked to, I had a friend from church that was working at BOA. I hounded him. I hounded the people I was going to connect group with. I even I even interviewed at CNBC. Like there's, I hounded people to give me work. And I don't know, it just, it just didn't work. It doesn't work for some of us. I mean, it worked for my sister. My sister, she has not set foot here, well, except for her wedding, since she left for college. Um, and now the resident. I have a friend to, like, right after college, it worked for her. She will soon get her. In a few years, she'll be a citizen. Like, it's just, it, it works for some people. It doesn't work for others. And I I hate when people ask me, why did you come back? I hate it. Because just like you explained at the beginning, Choma, it's... It's it's very complicated. Like it's not the system is so different. Mm-hmm. Like just they like it's not. I'm not just sitting down there yep. you know, looking for work, waiting for somebody to give me. So like it's it is a lot harder than that. Like everything that the government is keeping his eyes on you. Mm-hmm. Like in every little thing that you do. Like it's not like I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I hate that question so much. I hate it so much. Um, it, it's definitely a lack of understanding that will make somebody ask that question. Yeah, I because was, I'm, I have a slightly different, um, will I say, perspective. I, I also hate it because my own beef with it is, you know, if you want me to leave Nigeria, fine, fair enough. Me too, I want to leave Nigeria as in Kiladi, but it's not it's not being it's not cheap. Like it costs money to relocate. I don't know whether people don't um factor that in. And when I say it costs money, we're not talking about maybe 500 k one million, because even at one million safe. No. Your tickets alone with the way ticket prices are moving these days, like bruh, you're looking at at least two to three thousand dollars 
I bless God that I did when I moved because I would not be able to afford it right now because my salary will probably be the same. And now Naira is doing kweke kweke. Let's even use the the um the country that most people appear to be moving to Canada. Um, let's say you even want to run the whole PR thing, right? Express entry. By the time you have done all your pre-qualification stuff, you have spent a cool maybe one to one point five million. That's just pre-qualification. As a single person. As a single person. As a single person. That's just pre-qualification. You get into the pool. By God's grace, you know, your number should answer. Uh, then you have to go and do medical, all of those other things. Maybe we're looking at another 750 that's gone. Your PR comes to. You now have to buy tickets. We've already said that's like $3,000 on average. Fine, you buy you, your you ticket. You miss, you miss, Chama, you miss the part where you have to show that you have those funds. Wait, now let's even just. <laughs> I'm going somewhere. No, you, you can't. I was going to mention that next. Don't worry, I'm going somewhere. Now, because you can't pre-qualify without those funds, though. And we're talking about cost, so I'm looking at it from a cost perspective. We'll get there. Just give me a minute. Okay. So, you have bought your tickets. You're on the plane. You are going. You have arrived. Like Dami was saying just now, you need to show before you are pre-qualified. Or rather, at the point of qualifying, proof of funds, right? So, for a single person, I don't know if it has changed in the last two years or so, but let's even just average it at 15K. You are showing 15,000 Canadian in your account. That 15,000 might not go very far. And I'm just about to tell you why. Because... Yeah, you get why I said that we are, we are doing this from a cost perspective. So you have arrived. Maybe you don't have friends here or family. So you are going to get an Airbnb for like maybe a month. Because in your mind, that one month is what's going to help you to settle, right? That's another $1,500 that has gone. God help you if you move just before winter. My dear, let's even leave that one first. So one five has gone out of your fifteen thousand. You now finally find within that one month period, you know, you are lucky you find an apartment. Oh glory to God. They tell you that you have to bring first and last month as standard, and then you will also drop three months to six months rent up front because you don't have a credit history and you don't have a guarantor. Now, majority of people, although now everybody is running to Calgary, but at the time when I was looking into this thing, majority of people were moving to the GTA, Greater Toronto Area, right? So average rent is like 2K for a one bed. So if you are dropping like six months rent up front, plus first and last, that's eight months. So oh. already that is sixteen thousand dollars. Whoa! Did your fifteen k go anyway? It's not rich. Okay. You have not eaten, no. You, you have not eaten. You did not enter transports. You did not buy clothes. You have not. You have not bought. A you don't have a food. phone. You don't have data. 
so these are the issues so at the time when i was looking at this thing like on average on average you were looking at maybe 10 to 15 million to make this thing work i said i'm happy that you could see me like this because i don't know who the fuck you think i am It's your bougie lifestyle. And that, and that British accent. It's the British accent. It's the British accent. I don't know who the fuck you think I am, but like, bruh, are you giving me money? Do you, do you have $30,000 for me? There was Zim behind how you said that thing I felt it. <laughs> no, because that's how he's doing me. My girl said, I'm vexed. I, I, I wish I had this money you think I have. Like, bruh, you will not see me. <laughs> if i had it you will be hearing about me you won't be you won't be talking to me but yeah i say that to say like just like what chama was saying um and like the conversations we've had before now um i would i i, I think i was saying earlier how um we've all at various points in time lived away and maybe our perspective is shaped by that fact, you know. Um, just like you guys, you know, left in what oh four, oh three, god damn it. In O three, yeah, right after in like literally graduated in July, I was out by September. Um and finished at the start of the meltdown which mm-hmm. was um i mean i was doubly fucked because not only yeah. was the economy in the shitter but um i studied accounting and finance <laughs> mm. <laughs> a big whoops because god damn it where do you go from there um so it took me a year to get a job um i had to take less than market rate and when i say less than market rate i I accepted an offer for ten thousand less than entry level (laughs) so i was literally taking home one thousand (laughs) pounds a month and living in central (laughs) bank of mom and dad bless the lord (laughs) so my brothers were still in uni at the time um and so i mean i was we were essentially sharing a flat and because they were still in school uh <laughs> their parents covered rent <laughs> <laughs> and i i just paid i just paid bills and food um for the duration but and this is a whole other conversation that i feel like we need to have we need to have an episode about nigerian parents <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're that detail that one. Yeah, you are. You actually are. No, I was because I was like, God damn it. Them no gonna talk more than my mouth. But oh, everybody's okay. <laughs> we need to have that conversation. So anyway, um there was a lot of pressure to leave my job. Um, which again with the benefit of hindsight, I shouldn't have bowed to. But it was intense. It was constant. It was every single conversation 
oh, when are you going to get serious and work on your professional qualifications? This job, because you're not working at any of the big four, this job was seen to be nothing, right? Mm. And I will put my hand up to playing the victim in the sense that um, because of the way that we were raised, and this is a huge privilege as well, you know, you feel like you have to um, acquiesce to your parents' uh, um, requests. And because there's never been any... God, this, this is going to sound very, very, very bad but it's whatever like there's never been any real pressure to uh, uh, up to that point to earn a living if you see what I mean and mm -hmm. someone is telling you you know dip out of this thing do your professional qualifications we're covering everything anyway so you don't have anything to worry about right and so I'm like okay fine whatever so I talked to my manager. I'm like, okay, this this what's going on. I'm going to have to leave at the end of my contract. And this woman begged me. There's nothing this woman did not beg. And she promised that they would file for me. They would do this. They would do that. My dear, I was honoring my mother and my father. Oh. Big mistake. Because that's not what that type of passage means. But that's also another conversation. <laughs> that's also another conversation. And so I left. As in this woman went so far as to say that um, I will meet somebody and I will marry and I will not go back to Nigeria. I'm like, sis, what's your plan really? But yeah, so I took, I took off. I spent the next 18 months working on professional certification and then I left for Nigeria because obviously if I hadn't been working for 18 months mm -hmm. so I went back to Nigeria but I didn't want to be there and I spent the next six months six years being miserable because I didn't want to be there it didn't make any sense to me um I'd it's that thing of you grow up, you go off to boarding school at 10. You're not in society. Do you know what I mean? So you don't experience Nigeria. Like I only had the, the realization last year that I was actually in Nigeria when Obasanjo was president. But to be, I, I put my hand up. I never, ever, ever thought I was. That's how wild it is. So you're in school, you're outside of society, and then you leave straight after school. Nigeria didn't really shape you, if you see what I mean. Like, all your shaping mm -hmm. as a person comes from your experience outside of the system. Um, and so it was this thing of coming back and everything being so strange and dysfunctional mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. stressful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the lightness was no longer there like you know it's that thing of you wake up in the morning you know what you're going to do and you oh. get on with your day it was no longer there because anything could happen at any fucking time and then you start working and you're in the workplace and somebody's talking to you like 
they don't have sense not you like they don't have sense you know and people cannot articulate their expectations and so you are just floating and you're unable to be productive because even when you bring up solutions or suggestions you know ah, ah, this much this more gay what do you know do you understand so is it because so everything is oh all this foreign train foreign train and it's like my g relax is work that we came here to do but truly people did not come to work because you'd have a situation where someone is faffing from morning till like three four o'clock then everybody will be serious because a guy is just coming to the office and how are you just coming to the office and flipping through i know you have meetings or whatever but like it just makes no sense you know so um, I think it was somewhere around 2016 or so. Yeah, I'd, I'd been back for about six years. And I had a sit down with myself. And I was like, you know what? The truth is you haven't really given it a chance. And so maybe if you do, maybe you'll be different, right? And you know what? It was different yeah. because I was present. I had the most fun. I had a fuller experience i had community because i was i became friendlier i went out more i was around people more um i if i wanted to do anything i would get into it like and it was good but then um the effects of the policies of the administration of the day (laughs) started to set in around 2017 i think and that was when truly everything went to shit like I feel like I have a different perspective because of the work that I do but seeing the way things started to change even from 2016 truly was very disheartening and then I found myself back in that space of not wanting to be there but like we've just articulated earlier the cost of living is steep Mm-hmm. And you also have to face the challenge of um, resettling economically in the sense that you'd have to maybe make some concessions um, as far as where you are in your career or whatever to mm. be able to make it work. And not everybody can make that adjustment, you know. Um, going from maybe a management position to a lower level role, mm-hmm. it takes a different it's kind a of blue collar job because you, know, you have to pay the bills. Yep, and then you know some people can get resentful, um, and it starts to affect their quality of life in this new place that is supposed to be more um, rational and functional than where you are coming from. You know, so a lot of the issues that people face might not necessarily be about where they've moved to, and it's more to do with the way that they've chosen to settle, if you see what I mean. So I remember a few years ago, I was listening to this sermon by um, Bajoye Madi, and he was saying that um, one of his, um, a member of his congregation had moved and they were always calling him about this issue or that issue or the other. Now, one day he said to the woman, like, listen, madam, you have left Nigeria. Why are you still talking about things that have to do with Nigeria? Face the one that is in front of you. 
you're in a different place. You have to think like them. You have to get into society there for it to work for you. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not interacting with people, you're not um, learning mm-hmm. your new environment, mm-hmm. the new rules, you cannot adapt it to benefit you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can preach a whole sermon on that one. But... <laughs> mm-hmm. So these are the issues. These are the issues. But I want to. I want to. I feel like we've been too heavy. Let's make it lighter. I have to shake it off. Um, I remember when Chama just moved. Uh, I think maybe it was two or three months after she moved, and she was saying something about how you know she went from never cooking in Nigeria to actually cooking. Mm-hmm. Because, I was prepping. Yeah, because things are easier. It's easier to go to the shops or the market and get food and it's easier to cook and clean. And, you know, it came to me a couple of weeks ago, I think, because at this point I'm, what, two, three weeks into my holiday and I'm like, this is actually easier. (laughs) See, when I'm at home, eh? housekeeping is not my calling. By the grace of God, <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know what it is about Nigeria. It's just so hard. It hard. It is hard. I don't know. It is hard. But here, with joy in my heart, I'm cleaning. I'm making my bed yeah, every day. You have all those, you have all those gadgets and all those things to make it such an experience. Right, yeah. like, you will not open the door of the cupboard and the hinge will break. you know you know so i've i've now hired a cleaning service Mm -hmm. but if i say that that, no wait now no but you know that i was sweeping my house by myself before then i was having allergies yes i was having allergies let me let me tell you what happened that just exacerbated the allergies i was using you know those Brooms and those those stuff, those parts that I was using to clean the flat too. Mm. I need to find out that I've cleaned this place; it's still looking dusty. So I use my hand and I carry the ballet. <laughs> <laughs> now I wore a mask because I know that using the broom and the brush and the dustpan would, you know, make me sneeze all day. So I wore a mask, you know, that's like, okay, you know what, since I'm going to use this Igbale, that, you know, maybe it's my dear. It was that one time. That's the time that I, for two days, I was out. It was at that moment that I knew that I can't, I can't do this. I cannot do When was the last time you picked up Igbale? I was in boarding school. Really? Speak for yourself, yes, dear. Yes, in GSS. <laughs> ah, no. I was in GSS 3. Or oh, SS1, the last time I picked up, what am I using? Ballet. Sorry, what is it, ballet? Broom. Broom, oh, broom, broom, stick, broom. broom. Okay. Those, the broom. I don't know what the English is. The number of broom. <laughs> it's broom. Do you know that you say it? I remember oh. when I was in first year at uni, we actually got on the train to London to have my broom. Oh. Because. Harry the Hoover you was not hoovering that carpet well. 
you did not know you don't have the you don't have the gadgets because I no. know in, in my, in no, Henry no, no. Hoover was not doing the work. Please let me ask tell you why my sister was asking me why I was not using Hoover to Hoover the floor. I'm like, this it cannot, cannot work. We cannot, cannot work. I said we went to Optin Park Market, we went to go and buy broom. Thank you. Yes. I was arguing <laughs> with this girl. She was trying to I carried broom on the train back to uni. Yes. Oh, you guys. You guys. <laughs> so speak for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's I'm, easier. And I mean, easy access to all the foods I like. You know, I'm not thinking about how much it will cost me to buy cheddar just, you know, mm. on a weekly basis. If I tell you how much I bought salmon last week, you might bite me. I but I, mean, I found uh, a cheap uh, sauce and, you know, I'm living my best life. So I can see why, like, um, I can see why Chima was saying that it's easier. It is truly easier. Like I don't feel, I don't feel sad when I want to cook. Like before now, you now think about how you go to markets. Not before you go to Reni, you now go to Ibano because you have to go to like five or six different places to get everything that you need to make it work. Oh, how and about just... other simple, simple but not so simple things? Like, is the water actually running? Hey God! Is, has somebody pumped water, or do I need to prompt somebody to pump water? <clears throat> Is there somebody to pump water, or do I need to pump it myself? If I put this meat inside freezer now, With let there not be power touch before this thing now 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 stop working. You understand? There are some problems that you don't have, and that just makes every some things move much better. Mm. Honestly, because yeah, that's I, you have space in your brain and heart to be feeling other things. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's issue. You know, but when you are thinking about honestly, I lived where I lived in Sweden the, in my last few years in Lagos, and yeah, I know there was water problems. There was used to be water problem. In fact, minus water, pro- gas can finish and it can mm-hmm. finish. in the middle of cooking. Look, so many issues. So your many pot issues. is on fire, and then it's not. And then is and then you're in your car driving with cylinder in your in your boots. So the kind of things that Nigeria does to you, you can realize how much of your life is actually being taken away from you. It this brings me very swiftly to my next place which is distressing from dysfunction <laughs> which is kind of oh, what oh, wait. wait before you get to your next point we have you have said all this long story we, so dr chama has grudgingly accepted that she has <laughs> do you plan to ah my dear if i see work today tomorrow i'm out like for real, for real, today, tomorrow, I'm out because so truly, eh? So you're saying that you're ready to move if the opportunity presents yeah. itself. What am I looking for in Nigeria? What is holding me in Nigeria? Okay, mm. and how about yourself, Tammy? You know. You know, on, 
on some on some levels i i don't know um i would say that i have like i said some things work for some people some things don't i have tried the i've not i did not pass that english exam like three times and i've said i'm not spending any more money on it so that's that so i'm not doing that again you didn't pass or you um, didn't get the the mark that you wanted is i did not i did not pass that's the long and short form i think my average for whatever you know how you get like nine in some mm-hmm. and then your average will not be seven like mm-hmm. it's just it's it just it just wasn't enough and i'm just like after paying for that exam three times i just said i'm not doing that again like i mean as far as i'm concerned that's the writing on the wall if you cannot pass english exam the english the english is the only language you know how to speak anyway <laughs> that's that. um but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't feel. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I, I've talked a bit about how, 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 you know, I want to live in a cottage in some, 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 something. But like, I don't, I don't want to say I don't feel the, I don't feel the pull as of right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, something can happen tomorrow that can take me away. But uh, but then apart from that, to be all honest, or in all honesty, I think is the correct phrase. I don't feel like I can leave my parents by themselves. Uh... Um, for, for for context, all my I have three siblings. Oh, okay, well, there's one that lives in Ibadan now, but that one is temporary. He'll, I'm sure he'll be he'll be out in another year or two. You know, my sister lives in the US. With her husband, my brother lives in in South Africa with his family, like, by the time number four goes again, then they would be by themselves and they're getting older and I know that my mom is always talking about how, you know, she wants me to leave and go to this country, but I know that she enjoys it when I, even if it's for two hours, if I just go to Ibano for two hours, like, I, I don't know what it is, but I just, I don't feel like I cannot leave them right now i don't know whether it's the process of seeing them like get older it's just i don't know i I can't i haven't quite been able to um properly articulate what it is but i just feel like i cannot leave them right now plus i don't have a husband kids if i i mean if i had children maybe i would you know, hustle a little more to get out of here, but I don't, so... I mean, if something is going to kill them here, it might as well kill me here, too. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, yeah, I don't... don't, But, like, no, but my point is, they are not going to emigrate. Right? So, if they they have to be stuck in this shitty-ass country, then I I might as well be stuck here with them, too. Like, I want to ask a lot of questions, but I feel like you might not want to answer on here. So we'll put a pin in it. Ask one, let me see. Ask (laughs) So you were saying about how your mom wants you to move, um, but from your own perspective, you think correct me if i'm wrong you think she's just saying that um i i think she is 
just concerned for me to be in a better place, to not be alone, all of those things. Um, she has said more than once that uh, she just wants somebody to just marry me and just take me away, you know. I'm screaming. I don't know whether it's that's Prince Charming <laughs> or like, like, just I, I've I've taken it as just one of those things that she says. Mm. Okay, so follow-up question. Have you ever considered that maybe based on her understanding of the life you want, she can see that it's not possible in Nigeria and because she wants better for you, she wants you to leave? What's the life that I, that I want? No, no, no. Are you living the life you want in Nigeria? Um, you know, at this exact moment, I'm not too far off. Let's be honest. At this exact moment, I'm not too far off. The only thing that is missing is there's no 10 million naira in my account. And that, as in, that's really the only thing. So the answer is no. So the answer is no i don't think the answer is no i don't think it's okay are you are you do you think you are or is it possible for you to be your best self in nigeria with the way things are currently god damn that means like i thought i was ready that's yeah. why I said we can't have this conversation right now because the yeah, questions I, I want I to ask, I'm just asking the light ones now. Wow. I mean, I guess the short answer to that is no, but yeah, let's 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 not. Yeah, yeah. So you we were John, we were John to the group chats. You <laughs> get why I say we'll put a pin in it and come back to it because <gasps> bro, this is not the time or the place. Um, <laughs> Look, I am avidly looking forward to this conversation. Now, I was going to say something about what Dami said about leaving her parents and how mm. as well. My parents mm. say to me all the time that they're so happy for me that I left when I left. My father always talks about how he doesn't see much going on for young people in the country and he he doesn't he wouldn't want that for us. Right now it's only one of my brothers who's still in Nigeria and honestly like he is the you know the situation and um but it doesn't mean that it's not they don't acutely miss having their children because mm-hmm. nothing can replace my my baby brother had a baby like my mom hasn't seen the baby my dad hasn't seen the baby yes there's video calls but it's not the same you know mm-hmm. my baby brother's graduating next week i'm I'm making plans to go. My parents can't make it because ticket prices from Nigeria are ridiculous. But mm-hmm. you've you know, spent all this money, sent your child to school, you want to be there to see them graduate and you can't. And you don't know when next he'll be able to afford to go back home. I say, I say all the time, one of the things that gives me the greatest anxiety is knowing that it's a phone call that I'm going to get to let me know my parents are not here anymore. Like I can't, I don't start crying, but mm. it's a mm. major source of anxiety for me. My father has medical conditions. I, I'm paying for his medication, and just like, look, do whatever it is you need to do because I need you to be alive. But I'm not there. 
if there's an emergency tomorrow, I'm going to be doing this thing by proxy. It is hard as fuck. I'll not tell you how hard it is. So it hurts my heart that I have to be away from home. Like I can say everything about how dysfunctional and how Nigeria was trying to kill me and I had to leave. But at the same time, there's so much I feel like I'm being robbed of. Mm-hmm. And that's the word. I see, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I was in home in January and we could sit down and just kiki. I don't have that. In Lagos, I know that if I say I want, if I want to see my friends, I can go to Bogobiri on a Thursday. I can go to South South on a Thursday. I can, you know, if I know that if I enter Zemba, I must see somebody I know. I don't have that here. And you don't realize how much that takes, it takes how much of a toll that takes. It's, and it's a heavy toll. You know, we, we try to minimize it. I try to talk about, I, I always talk about how, you know, the consolation of great British pounds. But it's just money. Yeah. Really and truly. If I, I say to people that if I was earning my 200,000 naira in Nigeria and I could use it to pay rent, I could use it to live my life, I would not have left. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would go back. So it's only because, you know, things are how they are. If not... Really and truly, look at now. I'm here. My heating is on. I'm thinking about how much I'm going to pay. <laughs> you know, it's not fair. Parts of it that are not fun at all. But Nigeria has kind of chased us some of us away, and it's sad. It makes me very sad. But yeah, yeah. here we are being deep again, bro. I mean, yeah, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you don't realize the toll it takes. And, you know, it's funny, maybe because we also have the experience of, I definitely think that because I've done it a couple of times, I'm not too, in too much of a, of a rush mm. to, 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 to Jaqua, because I know for instance, um, Shama, what you mentioned about um, you might have to start from scratch in your career. I know that happened. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I'm not ready for that. Like, it took me a long time to get to this point. Unless I am, I'm making, like, a complete career change. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, I, I don't want to struggle. I don't, I don't want to have to clean floors in a restaurant you know, just to be able to pay my phone bill, to be able to pay rent. Like, I don't want to clean toilets for you. Like, I don't, I don't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. I've, I have had enough of that. I, you know, if, if the only thing that will be bringing me joy at this point is going to tennis once a week and be waiting for somebody to send me cheese, I, I mean, I will take it. I, I, like, I, I honestly, I just, I honestly think the only thing that is missing right now to the question Choma asked, even though she doesn't agree, it's just that I, I'm not upset dollar. Because money will solve everything. Like honestly, the day that I feel like going to a beach, if it's not the beach in Lagos I want to go to, if it's the beach in 
the saving is just money. It literally is just money that will take me there. But anyway. These are the issues. These what? are the issues. Next point, Joma. You know, I'm looking at like the <laughs> I'm looking at it and I feel like we've touched on ooh we've touched there <laughs> sorry why am I cracking myself up like this yes why I, I have to read the note exactly how I wrote it so that you can understand I said annoying know-it-alls who feel like you are clueless because you are a JJC Balancing the need to navigate newness with shutting down disrespect. <laughs> because Wait, you know that, that there's second. Is that I was going to ask if is that in respect, is that in regards to just moving back or just moving away? Both actually, because so imagine you've just moved back and it's someone who is like, Oh, you haven't been in Nigeria forever. Ah, you cannot do this so ah. This one, you can't, uh, all these, uh, you can't say, uh, you can't go to market, they will cheat you. You can't go to markets, you can't even get in a taxi or maybe transport or something. There are certain things that people will be like, ah, ah, you say, if you are doing this one, do you get? And then the reverse is also the case when you've just moved. I don't know, maybe I have a different perspective because, um, I mean, we've already established that all of us have lived away from Nigeria at a certain point. So you have different expectations than someone that is moving for the first time, right? Or a different outlook. And then someone is like trying to say to you that you can't understand the system or you can't figure it out or something. And it's like, mm, okay, you don't know me, so fall back, you know? So yeah, that was what I was thinking when I made that note. But it's not so much the fact that someone is taking that approach to you. It's the way that it's delivered, you know. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's in the tone. It's in the... It's the condescension. It's the mm, that's the word I was know. looking for. So, wait, Choma. Remember that story you told in the beginning? Yeah. What would you how would you say your tone was? So at the time it wasn't let me preface by saying that I did say that in hindsight I can see how they felt that um I was trying to kill their vibe. But at the time uh, there's something I don't want to say here. <laughs> um <don't... laughs> There's something I don't want to say here, do, but do you, at okay, the time, okay. do you think? Do you think that maybe they, they um, do, do you think that maybe the your intention and what they got were mismatched? I believe so. Yes, but also in terms of tone, um, it wasn't. Okay, fine. I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, we were dating at the time, right? So it wasn't a conversation about, oh, you know, I'm telling a friend, ah, don't do like this, don't do like this. So do you understand? It was, it was a conversation between two people in a relationship, right? 
obviously the tone was never going to be disrespectful. Do, do you understand what I mean? Like I would never speak to someone I'm in a relationship with in a, dis in a disrespectful manner because that's just not me. And so it was more a case of, okay, I know that these are the set, this, this is the circumstance that you are facing. And um, I think that you need to think more about how this will play out because of one, two, three, four reasons. So it wasn't like, oh, um, you're not going to make it. It was more of a, okay, how can we plan for this eventuality and that eventuality, if that makes sense? Mm. Mm. But that's never the approach from said no retorts, right? It's always like, you must do this like this. You must do that like that. And I'm like, no, I don't have to do anything because again, regardless of whatever system I'm stepping into, I'm an individual first with my own peculiar needs. And I'll always adjust to accommodate those needs. Right. Mm. Okay, I just wanted to. I just Shout wanted out to, to you for the call out. I just wanted us to investigate our <laughs> biases. Our... Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Um... Okay. So here ends my reading. <laughs> <laughs> so. Be before we start rounding up, did you guys see the video of, I think, I'm not sure if it was a TikTok video or an Instagram video of this babe in Canada that was crying about how lonely she was? I saw it. I saw the video, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it either. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch, I think I watched like two seconds, but yeah. I knew exactly what she was feeling and <laughs> it's not even as if i did not i mean i only went to school though and i think one of the things that is obviously not talked about enough is just how how lonely it is <laughs> it like it is it's, it's not it, it's not easy to uproot yourself trying to try to plant yourself in a community in a society where you don't even know you have to learn, relearn the culture. And then, yep. you know how we are very, we, we are very, I don't say nosy people, but you know how, like we are all in each other's business. Yes. So it's, it's, I don't, it's, it's, there, there is still a sense of community, even with the, I don't know, strangers on your streets or in your building or whatever. Yes. Yeah. You know, you don't, realize how much that not being an outsider belonging is is not a function that you create if yeah. that you can easily create mm -mm. i don't even know that you can create it sometimes mm -mm. like when you're a foreigner you're a foreigner it's like a stamp on your forehead yes it is yes. there yeah <laughs> it's it's a it, it's a and, and you know it, it's not you know that feeling of loneliness it's it's very very hard to shake off because it's coupled with things like you are 
trying to whether it's whether you're in school and trying to um acclimatize in school or at a new job or even just learning the lay of the land and how people do things you try to figure out the proper way you know the like it's just the, the whole thing is so hard and if you don't have honestly listen just moving away and not having a community is is not it's, easy then imagine doing it in a free old country it is not easy. i have a slightly different perspective um oh, here we go <laughs> she said here we go um and it's mostly because i think of my temperament is that the right word um I understand what you're saying about community and needing to live in community and whatnot, but I don't have those needs to the extent that on a day-to-day basis, I'm able to function by myself, if you see what I mean. Like, I, I don't know, maybe because I have these disappearing episodes where for a few months I, like, going to myself or whatever like so i'm not accustomed to um being around people all the time um even when i'm home like i can go days without interacting with anybody in the house um and so i don't think that for me that would be the biggest issue because I would have those needs satisfied by some of my online community. I'm happy with just chatting with friends. And if I do need to be around people, there's like church every Sunday, you know? So for me, that's why I said I have a different perspective. But I I feel like I appreciate... Go on. I feel like that perspective, yes, is valid, but knowing that you have the option versus knowing that that option doesn't exist. So I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of having lived that life and knowing that I was fine, more than fine, I was happy um, because, uh, how do I say this? I spend a lot of time with myself. I don't know if that makes sense. But having said that, and this was the caveat I was about to add on before you said um, what you did. I appreciate um, the place of community because... um, you can't know everything by yourself. You can't do everything by yourself. Sometimes you will need people to step up for you. And sometimes you are in the position where you can step up for other people. I'm just saying from the perspective of what a lot of people who have moved recently say in the sense of, oh, you know, um, they don't have community, they don't have people around them. And this is not to minimize what they're saying, but I feel like what they're looking for, and this comes back to what we're saying about adapting to a new environment. 
what they're looking for is mm. for society and community to be exactly the way they've left mm. it in Nigeria. And that's not going to be possible. You cannot yeah. live on top of yourself. You cannot be choking eye inside another person's matter because yeah, things are structured awful. differently. Um, and that's why I said... Sorry, go on. I was going to just ask, that: do you think you have that perspective because you have experience... I think it's because I grew up in the country that I did. <laughs> because God damn it, those people don't talk to anybody. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that experience shaped me. So I'm accustomed to it. Do you see what I mean? So I don't, I, 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 I appreciate the bits of community that I have built, but I don't need I don't want to say I don't need it. I'm, I'm being very careful with how I word it because this can come off wrong. I don't need it to function day to day, right? So I can top up my tank and be good for a few weeks, mm. right? But I'm always there for my people when they need me. Do you know what I mean? But I'm not actively seeking out, you know, daily engagement because I don't need it to function. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said I have a different perspective because, you know, I mean, I went a whole year without a phone one time. <laughs> my mother will send somebody to my house. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Look, and I, did, I didn't think anything of it. You know, it was, it was fine mm. for me. But yeah, um, uh, it's it's a fraught situation. I I can understand and empathize with um, people that have that have that um, need because it is difficult when you don't know how to navigate a situation and you don't have anybody to rely on. Mm -hmm. it, it is the hardest thing that helplessness that comes with it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The loneliness, yeah, yeah. It's the helplessness I feel. Even the loneliness, I feel like it's fed by the helplessness. Um, I'm thinking of a particular situation in my life where things were happening to me. I had people around me and it felt like nobody was stepping up for me. And it was tough. But again, like I said, because I've become so self-reliant, which is not a good thing if you deep it, like, because I become so self-reliant, I was like, well, fuck it. Like, if nobody's going to step up, then, you know, I have to buckle down and do it because nobody's going to do it for me. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. It is. It's tough. Well, you know, like, um, <laughs> I just want to, I just had a flashback to my first year the first Christmas I spent in England and I, I cried almost every day. <laughs> it was very, it was funny and it was not because I, I know what they call seasonal affective depression. I've heard mm -hmm. of it and I have always thought that, ah, these Oyibo people are these, they are funny, funny <laughs> things they like to say is wrong with them. Let me tell you, when it's there getting dark by 4 p.m. You don't realize how that thing can. Mm -hmm. I like it. I can never 
get used to it. And I, I like, I know winter is coming. And then I see it starts getting dark and my mood just goes in the toilet. Like mm. everything is wrong. Nothing can be right. I remember I would be on like a bus or a train or standing at a bus stop and I would just start crying. Oh, problematic. Somebody's panhandling on the train. That one I can remember very clearly because I gave that guy 10 pounds in tears. Whoa. <laughs> in tears. I was crying. I was imagining, you know how my December from like mm-hmm. the second week in December in Lagos, I've closed. I mm-hmm, might be showing mm-hmm. up at work, but it's only my body because I'm just coming from happiness. I can still remember <laughs> leaving happiness past and going to work the next day. That was my uh, life. December is for enjoyment. I would be leaving from work to party and party back to office. Anna came here and it's dark by 4 p.m. They will not be doing nonsense Christmas lights. I was not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is not the Christmas I know. And I don't mm. want any parts of this. <laughs> it was depressing as fuck. And this is me that I even had like my sister here. Now mm. imagine people who come and don't have family mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you're in this cold country with the cold people because the people then cold past the country. <sighs> you know oh no 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 let's not now even go into the racism angle of things the what the racism angle of things oh We've okay, not okay, even okay. Gotten there in this right. conversation. yeah you know that 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 is a that is a whole different thing to navigate when you are a Nigerian that has only lived in Nigeria <laughs> your whole <laughs> life. It is. It's, it is a completely different. It's a completely different ball game. Yeah, it's just wow. <laughs> and I, I, and you know, it's 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 also interesting that on different levels there are different like it's fraught with different issues so for example people who have come here come moved out of um their home countries for something like school especially when it's like college years i feel like those mm-hmm. years are a bit easier for assimilation you have school mm-hmm. you have hostel mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. you are kind yes. of community there's a certain yes, yes. Know, base level that you have Mm. And, and and also a um there's a I don't know there's a word you are you are shit where you you have some room to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's a word that I thought of that is not coming. You, you have some room to make mistakes at the, when you come in at that level as opposed to when you come in as a full blown adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a different ball game. When you come and it's the workplace you have to navigate is mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. as well. Like you might the things that you know in as a student, these are these things are for everybody. It's now when yeah. you're in a workplace and you're like, Oh, 
is am I being treated differently or is it me? There are concessions for you as a student. There are even people, there are dedicated departments to even show you some of the ropes. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah. here you just land and it's like, you're now be feeling stupid because you should know this. You feel like you should know this. You thing. Should People feel like know. you should know this thing, but yeah, it's completely foreign to you, my dear. Look, if I start, I won't finish. But yeah. what I also did not want to leave this conversation without mentioning is why <laughs> is this wave so raz? Why <laughs> is it? Dr. Choma, is it the wave that is rise of the word? It is the wave. It is the wave. It is the people. It is the wave. Oh my gosh. You know what? There has never been this level of church or church in living Nigeria. It's like you leave and you position yourself as some expert. Like, it's one thing if, you know, Mm -hmm. you're giving just facts, but you're mixing facts with sentiment Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that irritates me more than sentimental bullshit like can we not what's that thing that uh, what's that thing that sister Bob said this clout of a thing my dear this clout of a thing because can't tell me is not clout and I feel like the UK got the worst because (laughs) Are you sure? I've, no, 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 no. It's all no, 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 I don't. I, I agree that across board bad. However, the fact that it's only six hours from Lagos to London, I feel like it really gave us the like. You know what? Okay. Uh... I, I live in a very white town, right? And I by choice not... clearly. I cannot believe the number of Nigerians I am encountering <laughs> on the daily. And while some people would think that this should make me, I should be pleased by this, I am not. Because I really do not want to be associated with the people that I am seeing. Oh my God. This makes me think of when I first went to uni. Like, I deliberately selected my university on the basis of nobody else from college was applying that. Because it was one of those colleges that used to go to Nigeria to recruit. So there were quite a number of Nigerians. Um, in fact, they were the majority at college. Please, why did I get Wait, to what is college? What do you mean, please? Sixth form. Oh, okay. Because college means something else to me. <laughs> oh. Sixth form. So, um, please, why did I get to uni and bump into a... Seen a bump. <laughs> no, quite literally in the squares, bumped into someone from college who is so you know the person, my friend from uni with the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like quite literally. And funny enough, she was actually one of my closest friends at college. So it was good, it was calm. But then we went from barely. 30, maybe 40 Nigerians on campus in first year to almost 200 in second year. Like, bruh, what's going on? And it reflected in the way things were happening. (laughs) 
They were looking for the same things which you were looking for now. My G. I don't look. I don't. I don't know. I'm just like, can we? Do you know? I use the public library. I use the public library, and if you are ever in the library and somebody is having a video call on their phone with no earphones on, I promise you, ninety five percent of the time, it is. Isn't there a rule against that? Uh, Uh, Tell me. You don't know your country people. Only understand chaos and lawlessness. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm very it's sure that there are signs that say no talking in the library. Uh, I have Look. a picture from a few years ago. There was a sign at the airports no parking, fine, 50,000 naira. There was a line <laughs> of 20 cars parked behind that sign. As per do your worst. <laughs> Who is your father? <laughs> I hope I hope that answers your question. Oh and and we come here and we get into all kinds of funny arrangements Look. that really and truly, you know, and every and then we now oh get my God. did you see the about thing on Twitter? Speaking of funny arrangements, some guy was talking about how he rented a house somewhere in um no, Scotland and he rented from a landlord, he was a landlord only for people to call with police <laughs> and throw yeah. them out with all their stuff still in the house because that's the real yeah. landlord somebody had rented house from somebody else and was subletting and he hadn't paid the rent in almost a year or something like that so the money what? you're collecting what are you using to do your flexing huh. wait sorry run, run that back again for me <laughs> wait um... i want to let me explain it to you dami somebody was looking for where to rent and he rented from who he thought was a landlord who was living in property in this person money right and then one day police come and close the place said that the real landlord is looking is asking for his money because this so-called landlord he has been paying rent has been owing for 18 months 18 months I don't know how that's possible in this United Kingdom, Shabik. I swear to God. I've come to drag you. But maybe he was already like undergoing some kind of court proceedings and he just didn't care and decided yeah. to sublet it regardless. Yeah. So are you are you implying that the subletting landlords is of Nigerian descent? No, not, not implying. implying. The guy said facts. the story. This is what happened. It's what happened. <laughs> There's not an implication there. And this is why there are places in the UK now where they wouldn't even take Nigerian tenants. Because people are doing things like this. <sighs> and yes, right, people might come and say, yeah, there are people from other countries doing it, but this is the country I'm from and it affects our own is much. And we always do it loudly. We cannot do it with inside voice. Mm. It's always loud. Mm. It's always loud because look at the rash of stories that have been coming out in the last two years or so of Nigerian men moving to the mm. UK and assaulting people sexually and engaging in child, well, I don't even know what to call it now, trying to date children within months of arriving in the country. Months. You didn't even drop your bag. No. You didn't drink water. You're not no. shop, pardon, yeah. You just sent her road streets. Look at mm. the one that had a, a sentence handed to him yesterday. It's the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. It is, honestly. Like, people will come here, like, you have gotten a job as a doctor, but the next thing you see 
is your patient that's come to you for care. Oh, no, let me not even go far. Last week, my colleague at work, who's also Nigerian, she had a Nigerian patient come in and I was like, ah, thank God, though, my doctor is in Nigeria. Can I take your number? Do you have I'm behavior? I'm screwed. Do you have... <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Why? We don't wait. Let, let me know. let me play. Let me play. You know, I don't work for the devil, and it doesn't need any helpers. But <laughs> what if that person was looking for community? Community bow. As in, maybe can you not be happy where you are? Go to church. God bless it. Go to church. No, because they're going to start texting you at one a.m. To say that their daughter's stomach is screaming there, or there yeah. something is wrong with them, uh, they cannot peace. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. every day at work, I have a Nigerian patient. No. And I live in a small, a white town. I want to repeat that. I said I was at work the other day, and somebody was telling me what God cannot do does not exist. No, no, but on a serious note, right? Um, the the way that we don't have boundaries yes mm. those are the things in community that people enjoy but this is also the dark side of it like the mm. fact that everything is in your face and is i mean okay let's use this other example now of this video that has been going around in the past couple of days of um the chef that is having a baby Mm-hmm. I can already see the number of God. You see the way her mother was rejoicing. I can already hear the number of aunties that have had something to say. Meanwhile, most likely their own children in their own house don't have even half a picking. But because you have married now, somebody has something to say to you about why the fuck you don't have children. Like between mm. your business. Did I tell you I want children? Let's start from that. Oh, that how about you mind yours? So yes, there's beauty in the way that we live in community, in the way that we support each other. But there's also the dark side of it. Like people are always, people are always in your business. They are always insensitive with the words that they say. Like mm-hmm. um, they don't speak to build you up. And when you call them out on it, I, I, somebody cannot joke. No, you cannot. You know, is this I- a playground? <laughs> You can't. You know, I don't I'm, have a sense of humor. I'm glad. I'm glad that you actually mentioned this because I hadn't thought to include it in this conversation. And there's a lot about there's a lot about the freedom of I can't remember. There's a there's a phrase I like to use: anonymous hole in a foreign country. That use that phrase to describe myself a few times. It is actually so freeing. Wait, come again. Anonymous mm-hmm. hole in a foreign country. Anonymous hole. Mm. Because mm. Yep. nobody knows it's me. in your business. It's not look, I it's not Lagos. <laughs> so you know, there's and less, I mean. For for good or for bad, there's a certain level of pressure that's just there, you know, when mm-hmm. you are in, when you're at home, mm-hmm. wherever home is, you know, 
there are certain expectations people have of you that you tend to try to live up to consciously or subconsciously and that you also don't realize how much that holds you back sometimes because there's a lot of things that I've been able to do that I would probably not have considered doing for various reasons in Lagos whether for safety reasons or just for um, wanting to mm. not wanting people in my business because again mm. we do like to be in each other's business and then you're here and it's just like oh this is not a thing anymore so I can go ahead and explore this aspect of my life without mm. the fear of mm. what will people say how yeah. what if you get on the sideline exactly so yes it can also be a good recipe for living your best life if you choose mm. should you choose to take it yeah mm-hmm. i'll say that i can definitely attest to that one say less oh my gosh but this has been a very interesting you see i knew that it was going to be an interesting conversation <laughs> Bro, how, how, how do we now tie this we up? Clearly, we clearly had a lot to say. Contrary it to was fraught. And there's a lot that has gone on search. Yes. Because I feel like we decided to go on like... Mm, my chest is tight. But let's yeah, not. No. asking me questions. <laughs> I've not... Uh, I've not explored. My please. chest is tight. Yeah. But yeah. Well... All I would say to anybody that is contemplating it, use your tongue to count your teeth. Have a plan. Have a plan. Plan oh, will God. go to shit within two days, but have a plan. It will be consolation that you can hold on to. <laughs> okay, that's very dark, but also, yeah, have a plan. Well, you can't like do it with you. In Tribute. this journey. Amen. In this journey, as you embark on this journey, I pray that everything goes well for everybody that is fighting to escape. Mm. I forgot to raise up helpers because truly, yes, that's you can't walk it to raise up helpers. Mm. Yep, 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 yep. Mm. Amen. No. Amen. Because actually, angels are among us. I still remember when I was begging for money to do exam and say I'm moving to another country. But you see, that's past this now. God is good. God is right. good. Look, we thank God though, that we can look back now and laugh. Yeah. Look at me, they're doing a earlier challenge this year. I didn't join. But you see that year. Uh, <laughs> you see that year. You're so wrong for that. I did oh not sleep. Sleep was more in my eye. Oh my god, you're so wrong for that. God damn it. I wasn't ready. <laughs> oh I this up nicely. Okay. I mean look, it's a choice. It's it's sad that you know it's one that many of us are having to explore, consider, mm-hmm. whatever. But the truth is that nobody should feel pressured to do to be part of the wave just because mm-hmm. I feel like all of us have different circumstances and we'll mm-hmm. have 
different reasons to do so or not to do so. And there's no need to be over belaboring either side. Like yeah. choose the side that choose the one that you want to do. Go for yep. it and do it. Yep. And once you've made that decision, like hold on to your convictions. You can't be swayed. Once you've decided, just sit there and follow it logically, step by step. It will all work out. Because at the end of the day, truly, it was this life. But a part of vanity. Things. Vanity. Yeah. It's nothing, truly. So just enjoy yourself. Ultimately, last, last, we we'll meet at the feet of Jesus. My oh, dear, can you say that in Yoruba for me? I want to be saying it in Yoruba. Uh, I want to say it in Yoruba. Let's say Jesus. I don't know. My Yoruba to tap, so yeah, that's how I say it to people now. Unless I can beg, don't disturb me. We we'll meet at the feet of Jesus. Not this, no. we we'll meet at the feet of Jesus. Okay, Jesus. before we go, let me ask what. Are you looking forward to eating this week? Oh, you know, I have a list. <laughs> I'm pulling it up. I want I to know. All. You just reminded me. So, my, like I said earlier, my baby brother had a baby. So, his wife's mom is with them. And mm-hmm. I'm going to visit them this week. Mm-hmm. Now, at first I was planning, I was thinking about taking a flight. Then I said, look, all this paying for luggage and stuff, I don't want to think about it. I want to be packing the food. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have put in your request already. In fact, you just reminded me that I need to do that. So I will be making a phone call once we finish this and say one or two things so that I'll be sure. Mommy, Biko, please just Mommy, please. I'll please. freeze it before please. I arrive so that oh, it will we, are, we are all your children. We are all <laughs> your children. It's a family. Okay. So, so you reminded me that I have something to look forward to. It is I'm um, glad to hear that. Honestly, I can't wait. Nothing like food that mommy cooks. But for, mm. Any food I did not cook best. Food I did not cook. I can smell. I can smell my roommate cooking goat meat. As soon as you hang up, I'm about to go and greet her. Be like, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, bro? Oh, please give me your list. I'm making pepper soup today, so I'm quite looking forward to it. Which of the pepper soups? My dear, it depends what I see when I reach the shop. But um, um, so. Maybe I don't talk about it as much as I think I do, but whatever. So one thing Whole30 th- taught me was that um, there's no such thing as breakfast foods. So mm-hmm. I've been enjoying pepper soup for breakfast. I didn't do it this past week, but the week before I had pepper soup for breakfast every single day. And let me tell you, the joy, the joy is unparalleled. You know, you put a little bit of scent leaf inside, a little bit of uzuza inside, you know, you give it one or two ginger with small pepper, you know, look, the joy unparalleled. So I'm quite looking forward to that this week. Yeah. The other thing I was going to we haven't we didn't mention that this is potentially our last episode for the oh year season yes yes season 
yes. So, what are you guys looking forward to as we count down? Oh, let me tell oh. you. Mugbom with your season has started. <laughs> oh, I love it so much for you. Yeah, yesterday. Yes, it was Saturday. Yeah, yesterday. My parents went to a family wedding. My family, I mean like his cousin's daughter. And of course it was invite only, but I said I want to go. So <laughs> they, yes, called yeah, and got me, they got me a well, what was this thing called? Access, Access card. card. Yeah. And I showed up with the uh, souvenirs. Hallelujah, <laughs> somebody. Ah. Ah, Yo, your yeah. auntie is too strong. The best. It's coming out. I'm see. I'm I'm I you know I I don't know why I enjoy party because I don't know anybody except my parents and my dad's cousin. I don't like I don't know why, but I just enjoy my ears are actually still ringing. But I just enjoy being like at a party so Mm -hmm. much. Like I don't know what it is. How was the band? Oh, no, the band was excellent. The band was excellent. The band oh was my excellent. god! The band was excellent. like it yeah. was. You know, it, it's it's unfortunately I did not know any of the members or any of the couple personally. Otherwise, I would have stayed. <laughs> yeah, but I, I didn't want to. You know, if I if I had stayed for after party, also it was all the way in the Kedja. Ah. But if I had stayed for after party, you know, I wouldn't have known. I didn't want to. So you know, I mean, <laughs> I left at a. At a decent enough time, home, respectable hour before you know it got too dark. But like I just, I, like you know, that's why when I was lying, I was like, I don't know why I had so much fun, but I enjoyed myself, and I'm just looking forward to doing it so much more. In a couple of weeks, my mom's aunt is eighty. Hey, 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 that's gonna be. Late. I just like, I, I, I just, I can't wait. I don't know why I cannot wait. I just enjoy the thought of going to parties I, I so love, much. I love the process of getting ready for the party, getting there, you know, mm-hmm. the food, the mm-hmm. people watching, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the music. The if, if the band, the band and the DJ, they have sex, it's going to be a good time, mm-hmm. you know? And then when is one of those parties where they understand the need for champagne as a lubricant. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I also I I want to it. get into, again, maybe my Yoruba auntie coming out, but I was just thinking that, you know what, as I'm going to this, my mom's aunt's um, birthday, I should have some money on hand to spray my mom's cousin, mm. just because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not much it's like i, I just i it's feel necessary. like it's just necessary yeah, yeah exactly necessary. i feel yeah, like yeah. it's just necessary so i've been i've been doing my calculations in my piggy vest because of course for my friends 50 my friend's husband 58 i've already put ah. money as that this is when i'm going to spray her he's so peppering like, you know, me sorry, you know when i was changing that to get thing i was saying to myself i say ah, do you really want to do this <laughs> do you really want to do this thing because december rocks me but then would i actually go anywhere apart from this particular party i don't think i had because you know i did the same thing last year i didn't go anywhere because of traffic i didn't want to deal with lagos traffic so i didn't do anything last year 
And that was part of why I was like, eh, fuck it. But this particular party is paining me. Yeah, well, because they started dropping the drinks in my house. So I say it's going to be a good so, time. Um, I'm so much looking forward to it. God damn So it. much, so much. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. I don't mean to make you guys feel jealous or anything. But, <laughs> uh, I'm not you, jealous. I'm enjoying it. I'm living vicariously to I'll you. I'll be sending you JPEGs and Please, MPs. outfits. We need to know the we dicks. Can't, we can't wait. We shall we be living vicariously to you. Um, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to finishing these certifications that I'm doing. I'm hoping that I can get it done by the end of this month. Um, but beyond that, not a lot. Though. I mean, life is just good. I, I'm looking forward to feeling more settled because I'm more mm-hmm. settled. Um, and yeah, I just I just need those two things to come through and I'm good. That's good. Yeah. I, I'm having, so my sister, my baby are leaving me for Christmas, mm-hmm. but I'm having one of my, well, my best friend is coming over for Christmas. She comes every year because she has family here as well. And another of my friends is having us over. Oh, see me saying another of my friends. Funsha is having us over. Yes. <laughs> because I'm, I'm like, we did make those plans, surely. Surely. Yeah. Surely, <laughs> you know? Look at. So Funsha is having us and we're already like, hey... <laughs> I cannot wait to wear matching PJs and drink tea with my girlies. Matching PJs. I oh my gosh. Wait. I'm already, I'm already like, oh yeah, everybody put down your size. Let's know who is, who is, is purchased. Because it's usually me that does all this. Already. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that I have managed to find friends that I can rope into these things with me. So I, I am love absolutely looking forward to that. That's what I'm looking forward to. You know, when everybody's doing their <laughs> mind, can never catch Hello. Hello. You know, I, I did it last year. I didn't make any plans this year. I did it last year with my friend and her daughter. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to do it again this year, but well, let's see. Maybe I can still run it. Let's see. All things are possible. Yeah. Let's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the end of the year. I'm ready for this year to carry it and be going. Fresh start, bro. Yeah, bro. Me, I've already started my own fresh start. Leave this year. This year can okay, no, <laughs> but this year can kick rocks. <laughs> yes. It can kick rocks, but the rest of it will be good to me, but it can kick rocks. <laughs> Amen. It will be good to me, or as they as they say on the this thing, it will favor me and mine. Yes, so by the grace of God, <laughs> me and mine. Oh, this is the longest outro in the history of outros. <laughs> yeah. Well, until we oh. come to or um, oh, let's say something very cheesy. Until so we come to airwaves. you to. To your no, how do they say until you come to your no airwaves? Oh, geez, 
to your words. I don't know. Because the little TV I... screen that coming to my mind, I'm not on anybody's screen. No, until we come to how do they say come your way? Come... Is it until we come your way? You know, my dear, until uncle... next time, peace out. I have an I'm trying to remember. I have an uncle that had a that had a TV show on one of the TV networks. And sometimes I still get asked about it every time I mention my name. And I'm trying to remember what his outro was. Anyway. Until we come your yes to your to your airwaves again, whatever is <laughs> is is escaping me at this moment. Damn it, please. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.